So you think you're slick coming in here, thinking you can read this review without doing anything, huh? Well, I'm telling you something, buddy. There ain't no review you can read without paying the bills! Uh! Hey, nerds! Welcome to my review of Mafia Definitive Edition, a game that I very much adore and didn't get to play it a lot when I was a kid. I mean the original, but I finally got to play the Definitive Edition thanks to Sony and my god, what kind of a game this is. This is beautiful. Beautiful. It isn't without any faults, mind you, but in this review I'm going to tell you all about it and I'm going to tell you if you should actually play it or not. And spoiler alert, yes, you should play it. So let's get into it. So Mafia Definitive Edition is basically a remake of a game that was made in 2002, I believe. A very old game, a game about Tommy Angelo, a taxi driver who joins the Mafia out of, well, let's say revenge, getting revenge, and he slowly gets up in the ranks, does crazy things, and starts to question his morality and everything that he does in this Mafia group. So, the story back then was very beautiful and many people loved it. However, I myself, I hadn't played it that much and even if I did, I didn't remember the story as well as I probably should have. I played Mafia 2 years later and loved it and played the crap out of it. Also, Mafia 3 as well. But when it came to Mafia 1, never really did. So when I heard that Definitive Edition was coming and it was a remake, I was over the moon. I was like, holy crap, this is what I was waiting for, this should be awesome. I saw these screenshots and I was like, wow, this is really good looking. And the game came and people really liked it, aside from, of course, bugs and stuff like that. But it seemed to me that, you know, this game deserves to be played. Because, as we all know, Mafia games always have amazing stories. Stories that move you, stories that sometimes even bring you to tears, and inspire you and honestly I was really excited to try out this game so I waited and waited until the game actually came to PlayStation now and I was ecstatic I was like really it usually doesn't get that much of a you know great deal on PlayStation Store but now this is a great deal it's free so I buckled up and played it for three straight days just you know get the platinum and be able to give you a great review where I tried everything and I can honestly tell you this is a game that you should play whether you have PlayStation now or you want to buy it on the store give it a try if not just for the story but let's get into it and let me tell you why I love this game so freaking much this game is simply amazing aside from I keep saying the amazing story that grips you from the very first moment that you start the whole game has been remade. The whole um, open world, which isn't actually open world, I will get to that. The whole world and the city and the models and the actors, everything has been remade to the point that you're like, wow, this is a good remake. However, as with every good remake, 
there should be things that you should actually you know keep in mind for it to be a great remake so let's continue on and see what actually makes this good and what actually makes this maybe not that good well the game was actually really really beautiful graphically the models looked awesome and they looked almost a level as mafia free they looked so damn good there were some issues at times they looked amazing in the cutscenes and those cutscenes seem to be more like CGI instead of real time. The reason being that during the gameplay you can actually look and you know watch the characters and they don't do anything that's remotely close to what they do in those scenes. And well, you know basically everything about those scenes looks like CGI. I don't mind that it's exactly CGI. I mean because you know this is supposed to be a cinematic kind of gameplay and stuff like that. So it doesn't really bother me. But it could have maybe been real-time, depends, but I liked it, even though that it was CGI. Talking about CGI and what the characters do, their movement, their talking, everything is really sublime. It's really well done. Not near the levels of LA Noir details, but still good details. They actually look good. And you can actually sense the emotions in their faces, what they want to convey, what they want to do, it's all good. But when it comes to... Of course, the gameplay itself, it's not really that good looking, unfortunately. Unfortunately, when you get into the gameplay itself, the animations are not exactly as smooth as they should be. But, you know, it's kind of stiff. And this is the honest truth. Especially when it comes to something like melee combat. And this is part of the gameplay, but the animation matters as well. The animation is not exactly smooth, and it's very stiff. It's like, what is this thing? It's not exactly perfect, but again, it does the job. It actually reminds me so much of Uncharted back in the day with its melee combat when it was very much like this, stiff and did not really land it well. And honestly, even after all these years, this may be unpopular opinion, but the melee combat in Uncharted was never good to begin with. It always, always was lackluster. So anyways, continuing on, of course, the you know, graphics are beautiful. You look at the models, they're nice. The cars, really good. The city, amazing. Everything about this game was done with love and it shows. And sometimes you're just in awe of everything that they have done, especially some reflections on the ground that you see are simply astonishing. If you didn't know any better, you would think that maybe this has ray tracing, but it doesn't. Turns out that this is done by hand to make sure that this reflection is as accurate as possible. However, this is what Basically, you can, you know, observe yourself and it betrays them. When you look at these reflections, while they look absolutely phenomenal to the point that you actually do think it's ray tracing, the problem is that these are handmade to just reflect a few things perfectly. Or basically, let's just say that they're being mirrors. That's all they do. They do not reflect you. They do not reflect anything else. Just the thing that they're supposed to to make you go, wow, this is beautiful. I have tried multiple times and all that I saw in those reflections with my character was a shadow, nothing else. So that kind of sucks, but you know, I kind of understand they wanted to create this scene that makes people go like, wow, this is amazing. However, as much as they spent this much time on this particular reflection, they could have spent more time with everything else, mainly the graphical glitches that you kind of have. Well, 
I didn't have that many glitches in the game or bugs, some of them were actually really funny, like coming around the corner and seeing a cop car basically just you know ready like a rocket and suddenly actually goes up like a rocket and comes down, <laughs> it was really funny to me. The thing was that there were many issues, small actually, that if you do notice them you're just gonna be like, oh crap what is this. Well there were poppins, texture poppins in some places, especially the beach hill. There's actually a lot of it in Beach Hill, especially around the corner that you can see the rock formation suddenly come out of nowhere and they kind of startle you. The other thing is that there's lots of flickers, lots of it. Like if you're panning the camera, you see a lot of flicker just looking at you and you're like, what the hell is going on? At the same time, again, texture popping, texture crashes, things like that happen a lot in this game and they mostly happen when you're like, you know, going with speed and you turn around the camera. For some reason I don't know why that this happens a lot, especially after all this time, it should have been probably patched in, right? Speaking of other things that are a little bit annoying and talking about basically, you know, graphical stuff, things like that, the AI is not perfect either. While you get to drive in this game a lot, and I'll get to the gameplay later on, the one thing that actually really bugs is none other than the AI itself. The AI for some reason wants to always be in your way. There were many moments that I lost a particular place in the mission and I had to start over the checkpoint just because the AI decided to somehow ruin my progress. And I don't know why. I never understood and this happened very much. It happened so many times that I was convinced that the AI is doing this on purpose. Maybe it's supposed to make the game harder but the way it actually acts is not to make it hard but rather frustrating for you and that sucks. Now let's talk about some other things in the game and before we get to the gameplay there is one thing that I should note. The game has amazing story and amazing performances. The dialogues have been all rewritten to the point that they are now much more closer to reality and the way these guys talked back in the day than what it was in the original. So that actually shows that they have lots of love for the game that they basically remade. So the games look awesome, they feel awesome and you know the performances are out of this world. Everyone does their best and it's simply sublime, especially the dialogue. However, when you hear the performances there are a few issues that have to be noted and that's the fact that their breathing can be heard too many times. Like they're talking and the dialogue finishes and they're suddenly like, why? Why is it even in there? This is the problem, I mean, I understand they're trying to make this a little bit more realistic maybe? For some reason, breathing is, you know, I actually never heard my friends breathe that much and I, I really sit close to them sometimes, or even my girlfriend, but I never hear any of them breathe like, why? Why was this even included? At first you barely notice it and then you're like, okay, I can live with it, but after some time that it continues to be there, you're like, okay, stop. Why is it even a thing? Who actually went and, you know, supervised this recording? It's not normal. It's really, it's not. So, while that can be a little bit annoying, everything else is beautiful. So, performances are amazing, the characters and their relationships are really well shown, but here's also the thing. 
the game is way too faithful to the original. While we're not saying that it's a bad thing, the bad thing here is that you had a chance to actually add more stuff to it, Hangar 13. You could have added more missions, you could have added more stuff to this, and made use of this chance to make the game much more coherent. Mind you, there are some things they did add, especially in the ending, which I actually do know the ending. I have watched it before, before of course Mafia 2, to catch up, but you know, even though that ending makes a lot more sense now, it's even better than what it was before. The problem that I have is that you guys could have done a little bit more. You guys could have added more story to this thing, more missions, more backstory to a lot of things that needed answers. While, again, I do emphasize the story is really powerful, really good, and doesn't need much more, it could have had more. Why not? I mean, it could have. However, here's the thing. The gameplay and all that stuff, it is perhaps a way too faithful. This remake is, again, too faithful to everything that came before. So that's one of the biggest problems. This biggest problem can be that there is no open world in this game. There is a mode called Free Ride that you can actually use it as a free open world, but the point is, why couldn't it actually be part of the game itself? Like, you could basically just finish the story and you could go back to before the finishing of the story and continue on. And that's something that really could have made it easier than having a separate mode called Free Ride. Well, the Free Ride mode and everything that happens in it is particularly fun and there are lots of things that you can do, especially, you know, if you play on simulation for driving, because doing that, even when you speed, the cops will actually pull you over and give you a ticket, or you can actually resist arrest. It's it's really fun, but it doesn't have that much to occupy you for the longest time. If you're not a completionist or platinum trophy hunter, then it doesn't really have that much to keep you around. And there are some side missions, phone booth missions specifically, that you can actually go after. But it's never really presented to you. Like, they're never said that, hey, this mission is available if you want. Or hunting for special cars. Again, it's never told specifically that, hey, come here, you can find some f good things here. This is one of the problems. The open world could have been way bigger, it could have made you play the game for more than 30 hours extra, but I think that Hangar 13 didn't have the time to do it, and it kind of sucks that they didn't. I mean, this game could have been really, really a masterpiece. Well, it comes close to it, but there are many things that hold it back. Like I said, visual glitches, some performance issues, and there are many things that hold it back. Now, when talking about holding things back, driving is the bane of my existence in this game. Driving is terrible in this game. While I know some reviewers who actually love the driving this game, and I would say that, yeah, some cars are actually really easy to drive in them, but most of them are not. Most of them are very slow, very stiff, rocky even. It's like you're driving a rock. And it sucks that it's like that. Because the game is really amazing, but when you drive it like that and you can't really drive fast or smooth... Look, I understand these are old cars, they're not supposed to be need for speed cars. But we're playing a game that, you know, at least you could make it fun. But it's really stiff, really bad. And it shows. And it's not just in the normal easy or normal mode. When you get into classic, it becomes even worse. Because... 
I'm not even gonna talk about the racing section, which thankfully now we have an easy mode that can actually surpass it, but if you go to classic, you're gonna have a rough time. And you're gonna curse a lot because of how... Uh, how terrible it is, who decided that that freaking first turn should be this hard and your car should spin around. Speaking of other things, there are some things that doesn't make sense. When you go into the classic mode, for example, it goes into simulation mode for your driving. And motorcycle in this game is simply a nightmare in this mode because it just wobbles. And it doesn't really go into a line and you tell it to go to the left and suddenly it decides to go to the right and stuff like that. It's just crazy. And this is not just limited to the motorcycle, other cars as well sometimes behave like this, behave erratically. So like I said, driving is not good in this game and it will make you crazy as hell, especially in chases, especially in classic mode, if you're going for that. But honestly, you can live with it. It's not as bad as that you're gonna be like, wow, this is a game breaker for me, I'm moving from this game to another game. You can play with it, you can live with it, but it still sucks that it's that bad. Gunplay, on the other hand, is actually good. It's not exactly groundbreaking or, I don't know, revolutionary, but it's it's good. It's not perfect, but it does the job and does it well, so it, you don't actually have to pull out your hair saying, what the hell is this? But like I said, melee combat is just awful. It's, it's not exactly hard to ex execute it or something like that, but... It's basically it's just too simple and the animations are not really that good to begin with so yeah gameplay wise there are many things that make this game amazing but there are also many things that hold it back speaking of there is no you know fast travel in this game well it has a open world in the free ride there could have been fast travel I mean you can skip drives and missions, but when you're in the free ride, why don't I have any kind of fast travel? I could use the taxis to go from one point to another. You don't even have any money. Your character pays the ticket to the cops, but it doesn't show like how much you paid or what was your bank account um, you know, amount. So there are many things that could have improved the game. Make it more close, closer to something like Mafia 3 or Mafia 2. But they decided, no, we should keep it as it was and give it a fresh paint of, fresh coat of painting and fresh everything, but we are not gonna go beyond. Why? You guys had the chance and it seems that you guys really understand this game. Hangar 13 could have done something absolutely amazing, but they didn't. Speaking of, music and sound effects. There are so many good things to say about this. The music in this game is actually sublime. And there's actually a surprise for those who finish it on classic mode. You get Ice Cube's song for Mafia Free launch trailer, finally in full form. You get to hear it and have the time of your life, like me, because I waited so long for this and I never knew that it was released with Mafia Definitive Edition. It kind of took me back to the moment when I saw Mafia 3 was launching. And if I knew I would have listened to this song way earlier, but nobody ever told me. But still, the music selection and everything is simply amazing. You get to hear uh, Louis Armstrong, you get to hear great jazz music, you get to hear so many things. You get to even actually hear authentic, it's not actually real, but it sounds like authentic radio from back then. Now I don't know if back then there were only two radio stations, but in this game there is only two radio stations. I mean, you don't have anything more, you don't have a choice basically. And both of them are really similar. 
Not only are the music that they play sometimes very similar at the same time, but it's almost the same. Now I don't know why this is the case, could they not add more or was this in the original? Or in the reality they had only two radio stations. But the thing is that, you know, it kind of sucks. And after some time that you see only two radio stations are there, that they actually mimic each other a lot, you're just like, okay, I'm not gonna even listen to this crap. So, that's kind of bad. I mean, could have been, again, perfect, but not there. And finally, another thing that I can actually point out and say that, hey, this could have been a little bit better, is the fact that in this game you start in the year of 1930, 1930 and you go to 1938. As years pass, unfortunately, you don't see a lot of changes in the characters' faces. You don't see them grow older, you don't see them have more, I don't know, white hair in their hair or things like that. You don't see any of that. You do see Tommy Angelo change gradually, but and that gradually is more like, you know, when you start to notice it because you're like, okay, why does nobody age? And you suddenly see that, okay, 1938, he seems a bit older. Then we move in time. Okay, he seems older now, obviously. But the thing is, again, they could have done more with this. Tommy, his 1930 compared to 1938, is, there is a significant change. But during the game, there isn't. So... There should have been more, and for other characters such as, you know, Sam, Polly, and Don Salieri, they could have done more, honestly, to show this passage of time, so that you would feel, and I think that they didn't, they just used the same model for everything. And here's the problem, during the game you don't even feel like 8 years have passed, because nothing changes in the world. In 8 years, nothing changes. The world remains the same, the characters remain the same, it just feels like maybe you're playing, I don't know, two months time, tops. That's how it feels. It doesn't feel like eight years have passed. That's unfortunate. Speaking of other things that the game could have done more, is that it lays some seeds for story that it never actually goes on to sow. There are many times that, you know, you feel like, wow, this can actually be part of a story, and they never go after it. One very good example that is not that much of a spoiler is when you, for the first time, meet Ralphie, he introduces himself, and, you know, he gets a little bit bullied by Polly, and then he says that one day I'm gonna cut the brakes to your car. That seems like a threat, but this is never, ever picked up again. You're never gonna hear like, you know, what happened between these guys, Ralphie and Polly. Did they make up? Did Does he still hate him? Is he going to kill him? Nothing. Why? Why do you even say such a thing if you're not gonna even follow through or address it in a way? So here is my verdict. Mafia Definitive Edition is a game that could have had so much more to it. And like one reviewer said, this is a game, and basically a franchise, that has untapped potential. And I'm inclined, inclined to agree, yes, it has untapped potential. This could have had way more things. This could have been perfect, honestly. It had the ground to make itself perfect, but it chose not to. And this is sad. But thankfully, the remake that they have done, with everything that they did, with updated and basically rewritten dialogue to the amazing performances, the great story, it makes it a must-play for every Mafia fan, or, let's say, 
crime family fan, it's a must-play for you. If you have even played Mafia 1, you still have to play this version because it's really amazing. Well, some people note that yeah, the story is basically the same, but let's be honest, this is a way better performance from these guys, way better graphics, way better dialogue. Why, why do you want to miss out on this? If you have PlayStation Now, it's free. Download it and have fun, you don't even have to go for Platinum. If you do, it's not a hard Platinum, it's time-consuming, time but it's not hard. Well, it is hard, if, especially if you play oy, the classic mode and level 5. Look, aside from that, the game is very well worth your time. There are issues with it, I'm not denying any of them. Even though I wanted to sing praises of this game because of the amazing atmosphere that it has, the amazing feeling you get when you play it, the awesome story that grips you and never lets go, the absolute mind-blowing uh, performances and graphics that this game has, there are many things that could have improved the game. But the story, graphics and the love poured into this game to make it look as beautiful as possible actually makes this a must play for the fans. But if you're not a fan, and if you have never played Mafia, give it a go. Play this. It's worth your time. Then go after Mafia 2 Definitive Edition. I haven't yet played it to see what's different between this and Mafia 2, but again, Mafia as a series is worth your time because of the story. The gameplay is never perfect, never was, never will be, I reckon, but it is worth your time. Go after it. Forget all these problems, try to subside them while you play and have the best time of your life. Also, as for those of you wanting to know how is the performance, apparently on this is basically running on PlayStation 4 Pro backwards compatibility, so it's running native 1440p and it's doing 30 frames per second and no 60. When I say native, it basically you should think that the yeah, it is native, but it gets upscaled 4K. So honestly, yeah, the game still looks beautiful. The 30 frames did not bother me as much as they should have because it was very steady, considering how many bugs this game has and glitches. It was still very steady, and it's still a good experience. So if you're a fan of Mafia, play it, and if you're not, you have to still play it. Even if you don't have PlayStation Now, buy the game, enjoy it. This game will hook you with its story and will never let go thanks to its beautiful vistas and beautiful city that it has created. I don't mind that this city is basically barren when it comes to activity. I mean, sure, you can go after collectibles and see some places that you never would have visited otherwise. But still, the game is very nice. The map is a good size. It has some good things and, you know, basically it is fun to explore it on your own and, you know, in your own time. But it doesn't offer much, unfortunately. So I would give this game a score of 8. A firm 8. I wanted to give it a little bit more, but like I said, missed opportunity. They could have done more. So thank you guys for listening to this review. I was really excited for this because I love this game and I really wanted to give it a good you know score and a fair score that you guys could basically um, enjoy and i hope that this review was good enough that it helped you make up your mind i tried to make it as comprehensive as possible i didn't want to make it short i wanted to address every issue and every 
um, thing that this game has. So basically, I hope that it helped. I hope that you guys can now make up your mind when you want to, you know, buy this game or download this game from PlayStation Now. So go for it if you want. And if you like this episode, please share it and uh, subscribe to the channel, to the podcast. And um, I'll see you guys next time very soon.